Hey everyone, uh, this is the Bodybuilding.com podcast right here. I'm Nick Coleus, an editor for Bodybuilding.com. We have Heather Eastman, an editor and bodybuilding coach and judge. We've also got the one and only Kazito E-Jam, everyday hey. E-Jam, the king of dancing rest periods, bodybuilder, martial artist, uh, friend of the site since 2011, 2010. Yeah. Um, also, bought our in-house shin model. <laughs> you know about the shin thing, right? The best workout yeah. on Bible.com. That's right. Oh, it's she, she's relatively yes. new here. She doesn't okay. know about the shin. Yeah. That's why your shins look like that. Exactly. Oh. Okay. You got to get in that workout. You got to get that workout. That would be the, would be the total, total tibialis transformation throwdown to failure. Exactly. I see what you did there. Total annihilation. <laughs> total annihilation. That was, uh, annihilation. That was a, a video that he did some, somewhere around April. Okay. It was uh, maybe in the early part of yeah. April. Okay. Like there, April, so. April 1st? First, second, I, don't, I forget which one it is. But um, but what you've also done, a bunch of profiles. Tons of videos. Arm to the core workout. The, the chisel trainer. Chiseled. Uh, you've been the model for every damn thing here, yeah. it seems like. Yeah. Um, I kind of built this company I see. With my own two hands <laughs> and smile, pretty and much, the and the shins from the shin up. <laughs> and if you go, if you go to Casito's Instagram right now, you'll see that he's the only person, to my knowledge, to ever blow the dust off of the 150 pound dumbbells uh, down yes. in the gym. Okay, here's the rule. Here's the rule. <laughs> those are antiques. You're not supposed to They're, touch those. I didn't know. I thought they were just waiting there for me, pretty much. Yeah, they said they are. They've been I walked waiting a long in. Time. And I heard a voice at Casito. I walked over there. It was the 150s. Uh-huh. They needed me to lift them. They, okay? they, they needed Someone's somebody. Lift them, exactly. Right? And Chris Gethin wasn't doing them anytime soon. <laughs> so I had to step it up. <laughs> I've, I've never seen anybody go over there. I mean, that is a dusty part of the gym. Mm-hmm. And call me the cleaning crew. Yeah, yeah. For weights. So what'd you do with it? Uh, I lifted it. Yeah. Because they need to be lifted up. Uh-huh. You know, they were kind of getting lo- lonely. Okay. You know? So did you like you know clean around? Uh, uh, no, actually, I left some dust on there so people uh-huh. could see my fingerprints. <laughs> you know, maybe they can grab them there later on and get some of my energy. Exactly. It's like Thor's hammer. Uh-huh. Pretty much. You own them now. I'm the only one that can lift it. <laughs> uh, now, because you know, there's a whole lot of stuff we could talk about, but there's something that I that I wanted to talk to okay. you about. This is something that you know we get, we get in the comments about you a lot. <laughs> okay. And that is. That you train every day. Yeah. Cardio every day, weights every day. Is yeah. that still is that still your approach? Still That's been your pretty approach? much my approach, yeah. Okay. Still pretty much. And um here's the thing. I mean We've got to get the story on this. It's 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 you, okay. So here's age three, age five. Since before I was born, pretty much. <laughs> All right. I was training out of the womb. No, but but where it really started was I remember when I first started lifting, like back in two thousand six. And there was always these older guys who were like fit one of the guys I train with now a lot. 50 years old plus in shape, great shape. And um, I thought to myself, I can't wait till I'm 50 years old to be in their shape, you know? And they were consistent. They were training every morning at five o'clock. So in order for me to create the habit Mm -hmm. of it that's gonna last for a long time, I've gotta train now. So I started training every day. Um, Then I started training two a days. Then I started training three a days, you know, cardio in the morning, uh, weights in the afternoon and cardio at night just to get used martial to martial arts in there as well of course so. martial arts mm-hmm. you know just to have the uh, the the habit of training mm-hmm. because obviously when you get older life is gonna start to slow you down but I wanna make sure fitness is consistent with consistent so I just started training three times a week, uh, three times a day. Mm-hmm. And then now I'm just back to two times a day, still doing martial arts, doing cutting basketball. Back a little cutting bit. back a little bit. But <laughs> it's back to two but days. yeah, but but it's still at a high level. Right. You know, but um, like I said, if you wanna if you set a goal for something, you've gotta over train and then life is gonna slow you down to where you 
can be quote unquote normal. So, so you know? do you live in a in a gym? <laughs> I live in a gym, pretty pretty much to the point where I owned my own gym at one point. I'm going to open up another. It's curl just up behind the dumbbell. Pretty pretty much. <laughs> Listen, I don't. Every gym in Central Florida knows me, uh-huh. so I kind of just walk in and just give them this. The peace sign and say, "Hey, yeah, I'm here. Uh-huh. It's time to lift." You know. <laughs> so, so, um, you know, you were a martial artist at that point, though, yeah. primarily. Did uh, if you think of martial arts, you think of somebody who, you know, maybe they they do more full body workouts or a couple times a week. They don't want they don't want to get too heavy. But this is this sounds more like bodybuilder kind of training. How do you it's how do you reconcile? Those? It's definitely okay. So, so here's the thing. If you're training martial arts, obviously when you're doing martial arts, there's a lot of cardio, there's a lot of full body exercises in it, core training, flexibility. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to worry about that when it comes to the gym. So when it comes when I go into the gym, I can actually lift heavy and work on you know muscle building mm-hmm. because I'm getting the other aspect in martial arts. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like looking left and right at the same time because but you're but they're separate. So oh, okay. when it comes to the gym, yeah, I can train heavy all the time. But then when I do martial arts, I'm getting my cardio, my flexibility, and everything mm-hmm. else that I need. Right. You know? Okay. So yeah, like the, the, the stuff that the person's getting from you know their dynamic warm up and all their stretching, exactly. all that stuff. Martial arts kind of like kind of like yoga, just covers a lot of. It bases. covers a lot of bases. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you one thing. Um, in the beginning of the whole fitness journey, I trained like a bodybuilder mm-hmm. did, and um, which was a lot of weights, a lot of eating, mm-hmm. and I started to lose my speed and flexibility in martial arts. Yes. It did happen. Mm-hmm. So what I had to do was for years I switched my diet over to keto. Mm-hmm. So that's when I first started with bodybuilding.com. I was on ketosis for a long time. So I could just cut down all the mass that I had. And then I started pretty much over training differently. Mm-hmm. Um, no longer eating the way I was. I was doing, I still do like intermittent fasting mm-hmm. style eating where I'm eating maybe once or twice a day. But I'm still training progressively heavy, mm-hmm. but I'm not trying to add as much weight on my body right away you know mm-hmm. what i mean so when i first uh, joined teambodybuilding.com i was i weighed 165 pounds i weigh now 205 before i even started training i was 205 but i was a lot slower mm-hmm. now i'm 205 a lot fat my speed and everything is still up because i let my body grow over time mm-hmm. but you then know? you don't think you train like a bodybuilder i didn't right? i i didn't train like a bodybuilder um i should i shouldn't say that i didn't eat like a bodybuilder oh, okay mm-hmm. does that make sense yes. i didn't eat like a bodybuilder um i ate according to my my fitness goals i wanted to stay lean and light right. still be active my lifting regimen was very much bodybuilderish you know um, then slowly I started switching. Now, if you see this, the way I'm training, it's not like bodybuilding. I'm doing maybe 30 reps per set, six sets before mm-hmm. I even move to the next exercise. Mm. You know, because that's my body needs that now in order to get to the next level. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes people forget or they underestimate how much more they can push or what they need to do to get to that next level. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I never do that. How how long? I mean, yeah, you, you envision somebody doing this and kind of crashing into the wall and day five, day seven, the first time they try it. you got to find your rhythm in there somewhere. Yeah. How long did that take you? You know, um, it's, everyone has those breakthrough, uh, those walls that they, they meet, which right. is good. You need to have a plateau. You need to, because in order for you to have a breakthrough, you have to hit a wall first. Isn't mm-hmm. that right? Same thing in martial arts. If you want to break a board, you have to hit it first, right? Mm-hmm. And then when you have that breakthrough, you feel more accomplished. So a plateau is very, very important. Um, now, how do you get through a pa- plateau is you've got to mentally understand that this is the next – my next step is to push my body beyond what it's done before. Mm-hmm. So in the gym, I'll do certain things, which I call like the chest marathon, where I'm in the gym for three hours doing one exercise, you know, nonstop until mm-hmm. my chest can't do it anymore. And then I'll go back to my normal routine. What that does is it's changed, it's, it kind of triggers your body a little bit. It says, wow, this guy's going to kill me every single time he does chest. <laughs> I need to do something. I need to either grow, adapt, 
or just die, which your body's never going to give up on you. <laughs> it's never going to give up on you. It's going to learn how to adapt and get to the next level. Mm-hmm. So every once in a while, you've got to put a body part or your body through a, a marathon and it forces it to adapt and it forces it to grow. Put your body in an environment that's going to force it to change. Mm-hmm. You know? hmm. yeah. So so what do you feel like the benefits of this style of training are, though? Because it's unique. Like it's, Some people get it when yeah. you look at the comments. One guy was like, dude, this this is written for me. This is exactly what another guy says. This is totally bananas. I can't, I can't even imagine this. <laughs> well, know? here's the thing. I mean, especially when it comes to the gym, mm-hmm. I'll be honest, it's boring. It's very, very boring. It's the same routine over and over and over again, especially when you reach a plateau, especially when you, you've, you've pretty much achieved all you can. But if you train this way, you'll see that your growth is it's nonstop. You're going to constantly be growing. You're going to constantly be getting stronger. You'll be getting faster, more flexible. There's always going to be something that you're going to be achieving. You know, so the benefit of this is that you're going to be, you're going to love it for a long period of time, as opposed to just having a set goal of just getting big or lifting one thing. You're going to have progression for a long period of time. Hmm. Yeah, that's one thing I noticed is that you don't seem to have a, you know, four month goal or a six month goal. It's like you have it's this life goal. infinity goal. <laughs> it just lasts goal. forever. It's a life and goal. I have to admit, I was one of those people who thought this was totally bananas. I yeah. think my head exploded when Nick told me that <laughs> yeah. you do not take a day off yeah. because that's yeah. the one thing I tell everybody is you have to rest. Yeah. So have you ever experienced overtraining? Have you have you hurt yourself? Tell oh, me a little bit about oh, that. Yeah, I've definitely hurt myself. This is an occupational hazard. That's part of <laughs> that's part of being an athlete in any and sense. I, and yeah. I don't mean uh, all dancing between sets. I'll, I mean <laughs> But I have I do recover very fast. Uh-huh. Maybe faster than some people. People do call me Wolverine. I do recover really fast. But here's the people thing. Do call me they, Wolverine. I am Wolverine. <laughs> but here's the thing about um, rest days. Mm-hmm. So yes, they're they're very important. Obviously, mm-hmm. you can kind of tell when you're if you're kind of breaking down. You start to feel a little sick. You maybe need a break. Sometimes life gives you breaks. Like when I was mm-hmm. traveling here, I couldn't train for a long period of time. There are points in your life where you just have to take a break. You know, I don't like to schedule rest days you know i like to schedule i like to schedule success Mm -hmm. you know so every day i plan for success and if i could do anything that's gonna make me successful i'll do that um when it comes to rest i think people overestimate or overthink what rest is rest means adequate sleep Mm -hmm. which means you're going prone for a long period of time you understand Mm -hmm. what i'm saying so there are days in my week like sundays um i'll train early then i'll go see my family and then i'll go prone i'll take a nap for a long period Mm -hmm. of time just to recover everything that I've done for the entire week because I don't like to sleep a lot. I wake up every day at 5 a.m. I maybe go to sleep maybe 10, 30, 11, mm-hmm. but that's just the way I am. But then Sundays, I like to take that long period of time where I could just recover. Mm-hmm. So that's what rest means. It means you're going prone for a long period of time so your body can just recover. You don't need 24 hours of doing nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't... Sure. I, and my whole theory is I've always thought of like um, certain athletes, especially like uh, Michael Jordan always said it, like he's always he's always training because there's always someone out there working harder than you are, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. So I always think about that. If there's anything that I can do within that day to improve myself, it doesn't even have to be the gym. Sometimes it could just be reading or something like that to mm-hmm. improve myself. I need to do that every day. I have to be doing something to better myself. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna always be working hard mm-hmm. while everyone's sleeping. I'm working while you're eating. I'm working while you're making love. I'm making love too, but I'm working really hard at it. That's okay? what it sounds familiar. Yeah. Will Smith. Okay. Was, <laughs> Will Smith. So that's, what, that's what you're doing now, muscle nap. Yeah, yeah muscle nap. But, um, the muscle but, nap is a great secret though. Like that's that was something that like the old-time bodybuilders totally believed in. Old-time strongmen. You yeah. you lay down. You, you lay down. Nap. Go mm-hmm. prone. Mm-hmm. Go prone for a long period. Um, maybe three years ago, I used to do that after leg, back, and chest day, like the big muscle groups, mm-hmm. was um, I would eat. And then I would take a nap. 
just take a nap, just to rest for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. And then you just go back out and go through your day. But going prone is very, very important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's the what's the greatest number of days in a row that you think you've you've trained consecutively? Uh, trained consecutively? Yeah. Oh wow. Ooh. Hmm. Just to envision this in somebody's mind, like, is it hundreds that we're Yeah, it's definitely about? hundreds. Yeah. But, I mean, it's usually, but with the traveling now, usually the days I'm traveling, I still end up going to the gym anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's probably a, a hundred, maybe. A hundred? Yeah. And let's, I want to talk about injuries, too. Because, yeah, I definitely do get injured mm-hmm. quite a few. Uh, especially last year, I've got injured a lot. And, because, and it's definitely because of the way I've trained. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very much a nonstop active person, if you guys don't know. So... I joined like a basketball team and a soccer team and I'm still training weights and still doing martial arts because I like to be active. So last year I was playing a lot of soccer. And when I trained legs, I trained legs very heavy for a long period of time, which is not very good when you're playing soccer. This is before you go play soccer? Yeah. So this is... It's, it's, so he's killing his so I don't, and he's going uh, running. Yeah, this so... Is, this is definitely... It's, it's definitely... I mean, here, it's, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't change my lifting style. Uh-huh. For, for anybody. For anybody. For anybody. <laughs> I don't change my lifting style, but I am now. Uh-huh. I, obviously, you learn. I am now because, especially when it comes to soccer, you're just building, you're tapping into the same lactic axis that you do when you're doing legs. So last year, it was a lot of injuries. I sprained my quad during one game. Then a week later, I was okay. Mm-hmm. Quote, unquote, okay. <laughs> Went back on the field. Then I pulled my hamstring on the same leg. Three days later, I was okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I was lifting in the gym. And then because of the, uh, the stress, my... My uh, MCL gave out a little bit, oh. so I sprained that. And same then the leg. same leg. Mm-hmm. And at this point, it. at this point, I was like, you know what? Maybe I need to take some time. Mm-hmm. I didn't for a while until so I went to the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to the doctor. He like tied you to the table. He, he didn't or? tie me to the table. He just he just um. Well, I'm 31 years old now, mm-hmm. and I still want to be training for a long period of time. So I figured to myself, you know what? Why don't I just take this period to heal mm-hmm. completely, and then get back to the gym. You know, so I took that time off from pretty much the end of November till January, which is probably the longest time I've ever taken off from lifting. Mm-hmm. Because if I go to the gym, I know I'm not going to slow down or not going to stop right. at all. So I don't want to increase, you know, hmm. the long the, the period I'm going to be out of the gym. So mm-hmm. for this past this past year was probably the longest time I've ever taken off the gym just because of an injury that would have been even worse right. mm-hmm. if I pushed myself. Mm-hmm. You know? So what did you do instead? Um, no, nothing really. Mm-hmm. I just tried to focus on, you know, work and things like that. I was still very active. Mm-hmm. I couldn't, I couldn't run mm-hmm. as much in the beginning. I would do a lot of upper body, but upper body is so, I can't just do upper body. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I need to do something with my legs or running a lot to, mm-hmm. you know, staying active. So I just took this period to take a break and just focus on career for a while. I knew I was going to come back. Mm-hmm. Um, once I got the all clear from the doctor, I was back in the gym, mm-hmm. slowly getting back to it. Now I'm back to squatting four or five comfortably. I don't, now I'm very cautious now when I play basketball or do martial arts. Martial arts is different. When I play basketball mm-hmm. or do soccer, I'll try not to do heavy legs for a long period of time. You know, mm-hmm. I'll just go through maybe high reps, not very much, but then I'll take like three days break before I have to do a soccer game and stuff like that, just so I don't get that injury again. You know, you live and you learn. Yeah. You live and you learn. Someone, I mean, people were telling me this for years, but hey, I'm Wolverine. Right. You know, exactly. I don't listen until yeah. until it must have been hard, though. I it mean. was very difficult. Mm-hmm. It was I mean, I was getting texts and messages from everyone in Central Florida because they didn't see me at a gym for a long period of time. <laughs> you know, they're like, I, we thought you were dead. I was like, no, I'm not dead. I'm just I got this injury, you know, um, so I got to just lay low for a little bit. But, you know, like I said, you live and you learn. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm glad it happened. And I was because now you just kind of know how to 
how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. But injuries occur. I mean, I was even before this big big injury. I was getting injured before. I was spraying my 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 uh, calf or mm-hmm. shoulders, things like that. But you learn how to work around mm-hmm. around it. But then there are certain injuries that say, "Hey, stop." Right. And mm-hmm. it's okay. It's okay for when life tells you you need to stop for a long period mm-hmm. of time, and then you just get back into it. You know. It's okay. Mm-hmm. So, what, but it's different from not having a rest day. Mm-hmm. You know, sure. an injury is different from not having a rest day. Um, going prone is very important, but an injury that puts you out of commission, take your time, heal, you'll come back. Mm-hmm. Especially if, if, your, if your body understands how to build that muscle again, you'll come back and you'll bounce back fast. Mm-hmm. I, I was telling Keith because he saw me in January and he was like, "Hey, kids, you lost some size." I was like, "Listen, first of all, <laughs> I'm black, okay." <laughs> If I think about weights, I'll get big. Keith. Okay, <laughs> don't worry about me. I'll be back. And then they saw me back. I was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm back." You know, uh-huh. your body gets back to it, and you you bounce back. So, mm-hmm. yeah. hmm. and when when somebody's finding their way in this style of training, do you feel like there's a there's a, a rep range that is kind of magical for them? Well, I mean, yes. So um, you, you you sometimes lift heavier than you might than you might expect, given the kind of split that you follow. A lot of six to eight. It seems mm-hmm. like I lift I lift. There are times in the gym where I'm surprising myself, and that's when I get the dancing, smiling, and I'll say, "Hey, everyone, look at me! I'm lifting a lot." But I'm really surprising myself. But um, I've always stuck to in the beginning of my lifting, I've always stuck to around four to six reps, mm-hmm. and that started um, with my back training because my back used to be my weakest muscle group. Now it's like my strongest muscle group, and I just thought to myself, you know what? I'm just going to try to lift heavy back for every single machine. Like I don't care what machine it is. My goal is to max out the machine. By the, but within like three or four months, mm-hmm. you know. So I was six around four to six rep ranges. So that means I get to four, barely get to six. And I noticed that sticking to that rep range, I was actually increasing my strength every single time, pretty much every week, mm-hmm. you know, because it's four to six. It's kind of, it's, it's, a, it's a low rep range, but you can right. actually, you know, feel it. So you actually feel yourself getting stronger mm-hmm. and stronger and stronger. At one point, obviously, um, the strength stops because there's no more weight for you to add right. on the machine. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a good problem. That's to a good problem to have. But then <laughs> and then I started to switch over to the other style of lifting where I would do compound sets. Where I'll do four to six mm-hmm. and then really cut the weight and I'll just get blood pumping into the muscle group. Mm-hmm. And so I did that style of lifting for a long period of time. And then I did the other style of lifting later on where I'm doing twenty reps still heavy because I've already learned how to lift heavy right. from my first portion so i could still lift pretty fairly heavy but i could do like 20 plus reps because now i've got the endurance and the strength Mm -hmm. so i could do that for a long period of time and then after that i'll switch back to the heavy cycle again and just have constant growth constant growth Mm. constant growth constant growth you know that's that's actually what the chisel trainer Mm -hmm. is kind of like and people say how do you keep getting bigger or stronger and lose you know fat at the same time yeah doing training this way it does it does that and Mm -hmm. it's good because every phase you, you feel so great like you feel Great that you're getting stronger. Mm-hmm. And you feel great that you're actually building more endurance. And you feel great that you actually last in the gym for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. And then the, the appearance, the physique is a byproduct, a welcome byproduct mm-hmm. of all of that. So, Yeah, that's what I noticed. You seem to break all the rules with the chisel trainer. Like, I yeah. mean, you're doing hypertrophy and endurance together. You're yeah. doing strength and hypertrophy together. Yeah. You're just you're mixing and mashing things. And that was, you know, I sat there watching. I'm like, this, this can't be right. You know, what's going on? Dude. But... It sounds. It seems like it really works. It and does. so, what I'm wondering is like, who, who you know, this this is, seems a little bit advanced for someone who's still kind of a novice to lifting. Like, is there anyone who really should just like pump the brakes before starting this, or do you think that someone can start working out seven days a week, maybe just cutting back on the amount of weight they're lifting, but really getting into this trainer? Well, here's the thing. Um, 
I'm good. I always give it an, an anecdote for me, like when I first started. When I first started on my whole fitness journey, I was doing martial arts, and I was, a, in, especially in Central Florida, the cliche martial artist is an instructor that's out of shape, but they they can fight. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. smoke and, uh, cigarettes, but they can fight. Yeah, you know what I mean. They're big bare bellies, but they can kick high and do all the stuff. And I wanted to break that mold because I was actually turning into that. Mm-hmm. So I want to be a representative. I want to be visually representative of what a martial artist should be, but also perform the same way. So I set a goal. I have the American Express like day planner, and every year I set a goal of what I want for the year. So I set a goal to start jogging and working out three times a week. So I just had that goal in the beginning. After the first few months, I was like, you know what? I already reached that goal. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's like a month and a half in. Why don't I just increase? Increase what I want. I mean, you know, instead of three times a week, I'll do four times a week. Mm-hmm. Then I do five times a week. Within four. Five months, I was doing twice a day, mm-hmm. you know. But um, like I said, if people are doing it in the beginning, obviously you shouldn't go full force. Mm-hmm. You know, set that preliminary preliminary goal that you have. But once you achieve it, set another one. I think that's another thing that people have. I've, I've seen a guy in the gym that's been training for years, and he does the exact same thing. He's been asking me the exact same questions since 1974, mm-hmm. you know. And I tell him the same thing. I was like, it's because you're doing the exact same thing every single time. You're putting limits on yourself. I'm like, maybe you should... The, the treadmill goes up to 12 most of the time. So mm-hmm. you're still doing six. I mean, mm-hmm. for like Just seven, try it. for seven yeah. years. How mm-hmm. about seven? Right. How about mm-hmm. you set a goal for the end of this month to do 10? That's not that much. Mm-hmm. You'll be surprised what your body can do. And I think a lot of times people start to, the first they'll, they put limits on themselves and they underestimate how far their body can go. Mm-hmm. You know, you never want to do that. You always want to push your body and then obviously pump the brakes if you're going too more. You can kind of tell you're going too much. But mm-hmm. shoot for the stars. Mm-hmm. If you miss, you land on the moon. Always over, over, over set your goals, period, because anything in between there is going to be greater than where you were, you mm-hmm. know? So that's my, that's my entire philosophy. So if anyone is starting out, obviously you should have a high goal. Be shredded. Be, if, you're, if you're overweight, I want to be shredded and ripped at the same time. Why is that? Why? That's, that's a great goal to have. Mm-hmm. And then when you start to work towards that and you look back to where you started and where you are now, you're going to be surprised, even if it's not where your crazy goal is. You're still going to be further than where you were before. You're going to surprise yourself every mm-hmm. single time. So always have a crazy expectation. Always shoot for that crazy expectation. Keep logs of where you are and then look back. Look back and look where you are. You'll be so much more confident. And then it's going to keep you going, going and going. If you see like my body space when I first joined TeamBodyBuilding.com, um, even before, before I joined it, I was posting progress pictures every day. Mm-hmm. And the reason I did that was to motivate people on the site, but also to have a visual of where I was. Mm-hmm. Because it's very hard for us to see ourselves. We see ourselves every day, you know, mm-hmm. and you see it, you see it in the mirror. You're like, oh, I don't know if I'm really losing anything, blah, blah, blah. But then if you look two weeks, three weeks from picture day one and picture day two, you'll start to see, wow, I have changed. Mm-hmm. And then it gives you that renewed confidence to do it again and mm-hmm. again and again and to keep pushing. So I always tell people, you got to take a lot of pictures. It's not vanity or anything like that, but it's just more a reaffirmation, you know, to strengthen your resolve of what you're doing, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. I, I imagine myself being really hungry training that much, though. Yeah. Are you just are you just fucking starving all the time? Well, so no, I don't even eat. really. I don't even. Eat. I'm a freak. He does intermittent fasting. I, I do intermittent. I, I know. But intermittent I'm, I'm, fasting I'm, and photosynthesis. How big of a window are we talking about? Pretty much. You got an eight-hour window. I'm like air. Superman. Uh-huh. The sun gives me energy. Okay. Um, no intermittent fasting. I mean, yes. So here's the thing about intermittent fasting. That's great. Like I said, when I first started lifting, I was doing the bodybuilder style. Mm-hmm. I was eating every two and a half hours. And 
what I found was I was consistently hungry. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like Pavlov's law. You know, you feed your, if you train your body to eat every two and a half hours, right. it's gonna, yeah, it's gonna, you're gonna dot. get, you're gonna get hungry. You're just gonna trigger your mind mm-hmm. to, to think it's hungry, even if it's really not. So I hated feeling hungry all the time. You know, I got a lot of stuff to do. I can't be driving around training kids and doing this and, right. and having to think about food. So I said, you know what? I'm just gonna do, the, eat the way I've been eating since I was a kid. You know, I ate maybe two or three times a day. You know, just make sure I get my calories in. Mm-hmm. And it really, I, I stuck to that for a long period of time. And then I said, you know what, why don't I just try to get my calories in in the morning and then in the evening and it's just go about my day, you know. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, it was difficult, obviously, from switching from the bodybuilder style to doing this. Mm-hmm. But after a while, your body gets used to it. Mm-hmm. Your body knows that, okay, he's getting breakfast in the morning. He's going to have energy throughout the day because he's eating breakfast in the morning. And then he's going to eat at night or later on in the evening. And then you're just going to re- re- replenish all the nutrients that you have. And it goes right into your muscle and recovery. Mm-hmm. So people think that, hey, if you're starving yourself for a long period of time, you're going to hold fat. No, but if you're training, if you're training efficiently, your body's going to use all those nutrients that you put in at the at the, at the right time mm-hmm. for repair and recovery. Mm-hmm. You know, in the beginning, yes, you get hungry, but at one point your body gets used to it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so, so your version of intermittent fasting isn't like a condensed thing that you eat breakfast no, and dinner? No, it's separate. It's breakfast and dinner. It's kind of like mm-hmm. that eight-hour fasting. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. usually breakfast and dinner. And um. At, Breakfast after cardio because you do cardio. Breakfast after cardio. Okay. It's breakfast after cardio. So my breakfast is usually around seven o'clock, mm-hmm. and then my dinner is maybe five, six o'clock. After weights. After no, oh. long, way longer after weights. Oh, okay. I'm training maybe like one o'clock. Mm-hmm. I'll, mm-hmm. I won't eat after weight training. I'll just go about my day, and then I'll eat when I get home, mm-hmm. and then I won't eat again till. So it's like a twelve hour window, I guess, pretty much. Okay. Till, so there's a couple of good. Those are a couple healthy a, meals in there. Yeah, so yeah, it's a good, good meal. Meals. So, yeah. but it's great. But it's mm-hmm. it's great. Like I said, I have energy for the day. I can mm-hmm. focus. You know mm-hmm. what I'm doing? Everyone, like when I go to the expos and um, a lot of the athletes are taking breaks and like, kids, don't you need to eat? I was mm-hmm. like, no, guys, this is me. <laughs> I, I got the energy. Let's keep going. I'm like nonstop, you right. know. But um, mm-hmm. but it, it's, it's, it's like I said, it's different for everyone. But I, I just like to, when it comes to diet, I say if you're not going to be able to do it for the rest of your life, mm-hmm. you shouldn't do it now. So I, I knew I was not going to be able to eat every two and a half hours for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. So why don't I just learn to eat the way that I've been eating since I was a kid? You know, and just learn how to train and love fitness and incorporate that into my life. Eat the right foods, obviously, mm-hmm. because calories in, if you just get the right nutrients in, you should be fine. But learn how to eat that's going to be best for your life, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Don't try to change too much all the time. Even in my chisel trainer, like I gave the meal plans, but I said you've got to learn how to apply this to your everyday life. Right. Because it's a behavior. Yeah, yeah. it's got to be a behavior because there's no point of starting something that you're not going to do for a long period of time. Because mm-hmm. you're just going to fall off. Fitness should not be, should, there should not be an end goal for your fitness. It should be a routine, something that should be in your life no matter what. So mm-hmm. learn how to implement it. Learn how to eat the way you are. Just eat the right foods, mm-hmm. obviously. And just incorporate it into your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Senna, do you do still do um, competitive martial arts? Are you more like a teacher? No, okay. no. Because I imagine you're going oh, in there and just God. terrifying somebody. Like, Yeah, so, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm a knight. I'm, I'm, I'm a bubbly person. Um, I, like I've, I've been doing martial arts since I was 15. Uh-huh. And... Uh, we did competitive for a long time. Instructor was instruct my school was instructor for a, a, a school instructor a year for years and um, competitive wise. But the competitions team after a while, when you're so good, it's kind of like when Michael Jordan used to get fouled mm-hmm. or didn't get fouled. They just call foul no matter what. Right. The same mm-hmm. thing happens in martial arts. Sure. After a while, if you're good, they just you just win no matter mm-hmm. what. So um, it was no longer a challenge. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, I kind of pulled back a little bit, and then we started getting into like the MMA style. Mm-hmm. Um, in Central Florida, it was pretty big. But the thing about MMA, the average career is about two years, mm-hmm. and that's either you get knocked out or, right. and it's not really. 
I don't think this is it's not for me. It's not for yeah. me. I was it's more a tough way to make a buck. Exactly. Yeah. I was more. I the reason I did martial arts um, was more for helping others. You know, helping mm-hmm. others become who they want to be. You know, strengthen their goals, their discipline, their self esteem, especially with kids mm-hmm. and even adults. There are a lot of adults that came with low self esteem, but then you teach them through martial arts, use it as a tool to better themselves. So that's more of what I wanted. So I don't do any of the competition or teaching anymore. I do. I still do train with my instructor because mm-hmm. it's very much a part of what I believe in my everyday life. Like the martial arts strengthens my beliefs, strengthens my discipline, strengthens my self-esteem, as well as the gym. It needs to be a part of who I am. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like we did this whole new trainer where we're talking about martial arts and what, why it's important for fitness. But fitness is the same thing in my, in, in my respect as martial arts. Mm-hmm. Because when you're in the gym every single day or consistently maybe three or four times a week, it builds your discipline. And that discipline translates into work. You know, you get used to a routine. You're used to that. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're when you're lifting weights and you've been struggling for a long period of time and then you finally get it, you finally reach a PR, it makes you feel good about yourself. Mm-hmm. That boosts your confidence. And with through failure and success, you've learned how to win. Mm-hmm. And that, that that gives you that gives you the confidence to tackle anything else that you may have in life. So there's a new project, you know, you know what? I can do this. I may fail a few times, but I know what it feels like to fail and succeed. So it gives you that strength, that confidence. That's the same thing with the gym, you know? So when it comes to, like I said, martial arts in the gym, it's about more than just building your body. It's about building your mind. But if you stay consistent, you know, and you start to achieve your goals, it builds you up and it translates into your everyday life. Mm. Well, that's pretty pretty solid sentiment to end on right ah, there, man. I know. <laughs> Sometimes I get deep. <laughs> All right, where, where do people find you online? Uh, uh, you everywhere, can, right? You can find You're me everywhere. everywhere on Instagram at Kids MVP, YouTube mm-hmm. Kids MVP, uh, Facebook Zito EGM Kids MVP, Body Space Kids MVP, and um, I know the reason I use the word MVP. It's been my 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 tag for since I was a kid, and MVP stands for Most Valuable Player. Mm-hmm. Right, so no matter which avenue you're in, like career-wise, job, whatever, you have to understand that you are the most valuable player in your life. A lot of times, people say, "I can't be successful because this person or because this job." No, you are the most valuable player in your life. So you have to act as if you are the most valuable player. You know, do things that are going to make you valuable. You know, I say success is a decision. So every day you must decide to be successful and tell yourself that I'm the most valuable player. That my success depends on me and the things that I do. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Thanks for coming in, man. You're yeah, welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. Hey, did you know bodybuilding.com actually offers free shipping on most orders over $49? Seriously. Just look for the Be Elite badge across the site and on your favorite supplements. Thousands of top products from the biggest brands are included, like Optimum, Gym, Dimatize, Cellucor, and plenty more. If you haven't already, check out bodybuilding.com slash elite. That's all one word. Kind of looks like Elite for more details. Hey, if you like free stuff, you're going to like Tim's Rewards by Tim Hortons. You can earn free food or drinks after every seven purchases. Cool. How do I win? Um, it's not a contest. You just use your Tim's Rewards card. And after seven purchases, you score a free coffee, tea, or baked good. Whoa, so I've got a pretty good chance of winning. Well, actually, you've got a 100% chance of winning. Those are great odds. <laughs> they sure are. Free coffee and more with Tim's Rewards. It's Tim Hortons' way of saying thanks. Valid only at participating restaurants. Please visit restaurant or timhortons.com rewards for full program details. 
Hey, if you like free stuff, you're gonna like Tim's Rewards by Tim Hortons. You can earn free food or drinks after every seven purchases. Cool, how do I win? Um, it's not a contest. You just use your Tim's Rewards card, and after seven purchases, you score a free coffee, tea, or baked good. Whoa, so I've got a pretty good chance of winning. Well, actually, you've got a 100% chance of winning. Those are great odds. <laughs> they sure are. Free coffee and more with Tim's Rewards. It's Tim Hortons' way of saying thanks. Valid only at participating restaurants. Please visit restaurant or timhortons.com slash rewards for full program details.